To you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. There's a big focus on the environment this week, and in particular the need to deal with what some are calling South Africa's waste crisis. It's Clean Up and Recycle South Africa Week. It was River Cleanup Day on Wednesday, National Recycling Day today, and on Saturday it's both International Coastal Cleanup Day and World Cleanup Day. And there are plenty of activities you can take part in on beaches, rivers, water sources, communities all around the country. Well, I'm joined now by Lauren de Kock, who's Senior Manager, Circular Economy Portfolio at the Worldwide Fund for Nature, South Africa. Thanks for joining me, Lauren. Do we have a waste crisis in South Africa? I think we do, Glynis. Uh, definitely. We generate a great deal of waste. And I think public resources don't have the capacity or the funding or the expertise to fix it or to keep up with the amount of waste we're generating. And what about here in Cape Town? We've spoken nationally. How effective is our waste management system? Well, to be honest, I would say compared to the rest of the country, we're doing very well in the city of Cape Town. If you look at the waste minimization department within the city, they're really innovative because we cannot just have a formal waste collection with bins on curbside outside every household. We have very different communities from high income to low income, and we need different solutions for each and every community. I think the city of Cape Town is very progressive in their approach to waste management. If you look at the integration of the informal waste sector that they're pursuing, as well as the investment in infrastructure for material recovery facilities, for example. Uh, so I think we're doing quite well. What is it that we're doing that is so good? And, and in particularly, I'm thinking in terms of areas like informal townships. Well, one has to speak to the city of Cape Towns on that topic. But what I've heard in various fora is they are working with communities to co-create and co-develop waste management um, approaches. And when households, they can appoint someone to, to go into these informal settlements and uh, collect waste at households. The separation of waste actually takes place in these low-income areas because they see a value in, in the recyclables, for example, which the high-income areas don't. So, I mean, just working closely with these communities and with community champions, as they call them, is really bearing fruit, I hear. Many of cleanups this weekend are focusing on our waterways, our rivers and our beaches. What are your suggestions in terms of preventing so much of this plastic and other litter making its way to the sea? Because I believe that a lot of it is actually airborne by the wind. I think the key word here is prevention. And I know in the medical field, prevention is better than cure. To be honest, waste management and cleanups is, is a band-aid. And I think the big problem is more upstream. The fact that we produce so much waste and consume so much waste. And I'm talking about the waste that we find in retail stores, the, the brands we buy, the products we buy. It eventually becomes waste. And I'm talking about packaging specifically. I'm talking about the single-use nature, the disposable nature of the products we buy. And I think the responsibility should be more upstream. You know, what is the private sector? What are businesses doing to innovate around that so we don't have to consume so much waste? And then the burden is on society to uh, 
clean up and, and find solutions for this waste. You spoke about the waste that we each have in our homes. And I mean, I'm just looking at myself. I, After just a few days of this week, my entire recycle bin was full. What bothers me, though, is that there seems to be no standardized labels for what is recyclable or not. Is this not Correct. an area that government should be looking into? Well, government can, but we know that policy takes a bit longer than uh, private sector innovation. And we see quite a few retailers who have already taken on the on-pack recycling label. Um, If you look at your packaging or your products that you buy that's been packaged, you'll see that um, sometimes it's a binary label saying recycle or not recycled. And I think it's very important for consumers to see if they can find those labels on products because then they know that, okay, fine, I need to separate this. It can be recycled. It'll go in the recycling bin or I need to put in my clear bag. If it's not recycled, yeah, the consumer should actually think twice about even buying the product, to be honest. But again, the on-pack recycling label and just creating awareness and educating consumers around what it means and what must be done with the products after use is important. Finally, Cape Town is this new anti-litter mascot, Bingo. Do you think that campaigns with public can work to tell them to stop littering? I actually heard of the advert talking about the spring cleanup in the city of Cape Town. And uh, I think it's I think it's good. I think there have been many, many public campaigns in the past. I mean, I don't know if anyone on the radio can remember in the 80s, Zap it in the ZB can, for example. <laughs> There's also uh, Billy Bin. I'm not a behavior change expert, but... I'm sorry, but I haven't really seen any change. So I don't know if they approached in the wrong way or who must be responsible. I just really feel that everyone should be responsible for educating communities, consumers, etc. It should not just be governments or municipalities. And, and specifically the private sector that actually create all this waste. Are they coming to the party? Are they creating and innovating around consumer behavior to limit waste? That would be my question. That's certainly something to think about. Thanks there to Lauren de Kock of the WWF South Africa. And that's it for this week. Hope you managed to get out with your family or friends this weekend to give the environment some TLC. Until next time, from me, Glynis Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.